0: Today's Feast of the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Jesus is really a very Catholic feast. A lot of times in our liturgical calendar, we share common feasts with our Protestant brothers and sisters, but I'm sure that this is one that is uniquely Catholic because it's the belief of the Eucharist that sets us apart from our brothers and sisters, that we take Jesus at his word, that on the night of the Last Supper, Jesus took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body. And similarly, taking a chalice filled with wine, saying, This is my blood. So we take Jesus at his word that that bread and that wine became becomes still today the body and blood of Christ. And we hear it again today in our Gospel from St. John, that whoever eats his body and drinks his blood will live forever. This is our Catholic belief. Now, when it comes to the Eucharist, unfortunately, about 30% of Catholics believe in what we call the true presence, the real presence of Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. That means that about 70% of other people who, some in this church probably tonight, have differing beliefs about the real presence, that maybe it's just a symbol, But it's not that we take Jesus at his word tonight, that whoever eats his body and drinks his blood will have life forever. For all of us tonight, then, how is it that we can look at the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, and deepen and foster a greater devotion and belief in the Eucharistic presence? I'd like to propose just three ways. The first would be in the elevation tonight, that after we say those words of institution from the Last Supper, take this, all of you, and eat of it, this is my body, and the same thing for the chalice, it's elevated. And so it's meant for our time of adoration, for us to gaze upon the Eucharistic Lord who has just come to us in the Blessed Sacrament on the altar. So in that moment, we can ask ourselves, what is it that I do? Do I say something in my heart, in my mind? Do I say a little prayer? Do I simply just look? Am I thinking about what is coming next? What is it that we do at that point of elevation? There are our Hispanic brothers and sisters in the Catholic Church who, if you celebrate Mass with them, they'll often, they'll all acclaim a phrase. They'll say, my Lord and my God, echoing St. Thomas when he said that at the night of the resurrection. But saying those fra- that phrase, my Lord and my God, what a great way to perhaps increase our faith in the true presence, asking Jesus to make it better known to us. So maybe today to be attentive to that point of elevation and maybe to offer a prayer. The second thing today about the Eucharist in which we can foster a deeper devotion, I think, a, a deeper belief in the real presence is through our reception of Holy Communion tonight. That many of us will come forward and we'll receive the host, and maybe some will also receive from the chalice. As we receive the Eucharist, we're receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And when we go back to our pews then, what is it that we do? Maybe you go back and you kneel down. Maybe you join in the song that we're singing at the time. But also I would encourage you to take a few moments and maybe to have a conversation, to have a heart-to-heart discussion with Jesus who has just come under our roof that we received in Holy Communion, to make some sort of prayer of thanksgiving. Many of you know that uh, I know something a little bit about the shrine of Our Lady of Good Help in Champion, this 1859 Marian apparition. And one of the things that's always struck me about the apparition of Mary there is what she told Adele. She told Adele, you received Holy Communion this morning and that as well, but you must do more. Make a general confession and offer your communion for the conversion of sinners. So I think that gives us an idea of something that maybe we can do after we receive communion today. That like Adele who offered her communion for the conversion of sinners, maybe for the conversion of her family community, maybe for the conversion of the world, that today as we receive the Eucharist, like her, we can offer our communion for our particular intention. Maybe to pray for someone in our family who no longer goes to church, to pray for someone who's sick, to offer our communion for a specific intention. That would be one way that we could offer that little prayer after receiving communion. Some of you might notice that when I celebrate Mass, that after I'm done purifying the vessels, then when I go back to the chair, there's a little pause, a little silence. There's a reason for that. While you've had an opportunity to pray for a few moments, or for a while, if you, you, know, you were one of the first to receive, but I hadn't had that opportunity yet. And so I take just a few moments to say a little prayer, thanking the Lord for receiving Holy Communion and so forth. And there's a specific prayer that I actually pray, and there's a funny story behind it. So I will sit down, and I'll pray what's called the anima Christi, the soul of Christ sanctify me, body of Christ save me, blood of Christ inebriate me, water from the side of Christ wash me, and so forth. And I came across the prayer when I was a a young person. Maybe for some of you I still am a young person. But when I was a little boy, I came across this prayer in a prayer book. And it struck me that it was supposed they said, pray it after communion, and there's a little phrase at the bottom of the prayer uh, that is kind of an antiquated theology, but anyways, it said, 300 days indulgence. And I really didn't know what that meant, and what I thought it meant was that I had to pray it for 300 days, that after I went to Mass and received communion, that I would pray that prayer, and so I started to pray for it and kept track of the 300 days, Now I can tell you that I've gone long beyond 300 days and now understand what that meant at the time that that prayer book would have been written. But that's just a way that I personally make some sort of prayer after receiving communion. The third way that maybe we can foster a deeper Eucharistic devotion or or belief, I think, would be to maybe make a visit to the Blessed Sacrament. Maybe sometime during the week, if the church is open, just to stop by the church and to say a little prayer. If you're walking by, see if the doors open and and say a little prayer. Some of you who might be of elder years might recall that eh, back in the day you were taught that when you would pass a church, you would make the sign of the cross. And really the reason for that was the acknowledgement that in the tabernacle and the blessed sacrament that Jesus is present in the church and it was just a way for us to remind ourselves of that Eucharistic presence and belief that we have as Catholics. In the apparitions at Fatima, I talked about Fatima last month on the 100th anniversary, but Mary appeared there in 1917, but she, before her apparitions, the angel of Portugal in 1916 appeared to these three children, taught them different prayers. And one of the prayers that the angel taught pertained to the Eucharist. And the prayer said, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus present in all the tabernacles of the world. And what a good reminder for us that that angel taught those children and now teaches us that Jesus is really present in our tabernacle here in this church. And maybe during the week if we get bad news at the doctor, that if we have something that's going on in our life, if we're Overwhelmed or worried or have some sort of trouble that maybe we could stop by to have a conversation with the Lord present in the church and to ask for God to give us his peace here in this place. These are just a few ways that I think we can foster a greater Eucharistic belief and a devotion today. And so as we move forward in the Mass, two opportunities today during the Elevation, after our reception, to think about What is it that I want to do today to say that, yes, I do believe, I believe what Jesus says in our gospel today, that whoever eats his body and drinks his blood will have life forever. That promise is still true for us today and how much we foster that devotion in this moment at this mass.